Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I did not grow up in a church tradition that included much in way of prophetic words. So this has been a bit of a learning curve for me. In April of 2020, I joined a mastermind where the instructions were that we were six Christian businesswomen and we were supposed to present a problem and then the other five would not necessarily look at their own experience but would offer what the Lord was kind of bubbling up in their hearts as a way of answering the question or speaking into the person's identity. And this was profound for me. Um, One of my favorite pictures was that (laughs) one of the women was like, I see you like a banana and you're just being peeled and about to be eaten or something. It was, it was just delightful. And for me, it was very humorous. I personally like bananas reasonably well, but it's like the kryptonite for my husband. He absolutely cannot handle them. So I did think that was a little bit humorous, but overall, what I found over the few months that I was part of that group was that the prophetic words, they started to inform my life. They informed my identity and made my decision-making more clear than perhaps it would have been otherwise. And so I started to look into prophetic words more. Like, are, are these just things that you kind of collect? And I have like a nice document with the collected prophetic words. And what fascinated me is I came across some teaching by Dano McCollum And he talked about how for a long time he would get prophetic words and they would be so beautiful. And he said it was kind of like I would put them on the shelf and admire them. Like, oh my goodness, what a beautiful prophetic word this is. But he said sometimes it would be decades and nothing would be moving towards the fruition of the prophetic word. And he said what I found was that I needed to actually pursue the the prophetic word coming to pass. So in some ways, it was more like this is a possibility of what your life could be if you pressed into it. So he gave the example at one point where he felt like the Lord had said that he was going to be um, a speaker or maybe a preacher or something and teach around the world. And rather than just say, oh my goodness, that's so lovely, and then go about his daily life, instead it was like, okay, if I'm going to be a teacher or a preacher, I need to be ready to preach. And so for a full year, he created a sermon every day because he was like, I need to be ready to go. And then on, it was either day 365 or day 366, he got a call from someone and they said, hey, we were wondering if you could come and speak to our youth group. And then from that point on, it was like the floodgates turned on and he was never again lacking for the opportunity to speak because he had, but he had trained himself. He had honed his ability over the course of that year in order to be ready that when the call came, he had a lot of experience at that point developing sermons, (laughs) quite a lot. And so I love that picture of saying, you don't just get a prophetic word and kind of stick it up on the shelf and say, that's super nice. I can't wait for the Lord to bring that to pass. But instead, when somebody says something and informs your identity, first of all, you do have to look at that and say, 
is this actually true? Because the reality is not all prophetic words that people give you are accurate. And I don't know why that happens. Um, I wish I did. But if somebody has said something to you that does not ring true or it makes you feel sick to your stomach, which is usually what happens with me, or just otherwise is just off, then what Dano would say is you have the permission and the responsibility to flush that word. And he actually makes it sort of like you're flushing a toilet. So um, you just flush it away. Say, this is not for me. I'm not in agreement with this. No. And I think what's really beautiful is after my experience in my mastermind, where the, the five other women would speak into my life, what was fascinating is that sometimes they would turn to one of the other women and the other woman, let's say Michelle, would get a bunch of different words for her. And they were also very beautiful, but they had zero resonance for me. There was no question that those were specific to Michelle and I, they would not have fit me. If they had tried to say that this was also my destiny or my identity, I would have been like, mm, nope, I think you're wrong. And so I think that the Lord really does move on our hearts and helps us to see when something is for us. And so that is, that's helpful to say, you don't just have to receive what somebody gives you without filtering it. It's actually your responsibility to filter. And so then after you've filtered and, and you have a word that you feel is correct and accurate and that makes your heart sing, then you get to move forward and say, how, Jesus, would you like me to bring this to fruition in my own life? How am I supposed to bring this to pass? What can I do to move this forward? And then be obedient and do what he says. It's adventures with Jesus every day. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you reveal what you're doing to your servants, the prophets. I thank you, Jesus, for your prophetic ministry that goes forth on this earth. I pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom to know how to navigate um, even things as core and central to ourselves as our identity and the picture that you have for our lives. I pray, Lord, that we would be in step with your spirit and that we would move forward with grace and understanding. And I thank you for that, Jesus. Amen.